Welcome to the Psalm Song Podcast, where we walk the line between sacred and secular through lyric and rhyme, where we discuss what we find in between the lines and rediscover the life that was there the whole time. Stick with me, Jesus, through the coming storm. I've come to you in search of something I have lost. Shine down a light on me and show a path. I promise you I will return if you take me back. The lyrics that I just read were in fact the opening lines to a song called Shine that came out this year in 2017. It was written by a man named Josh Ostrander, whose name stage name is Mondo Cosmo. His debut album was released on August 4th, 2017 with Shine as the lead single. Uh, contrary to the opening lines, the chorus for this song goes, Let them get high, let them get stoned, everything will be alright if you let it go. At first glance, it might seem like these lyrics should be from two separate songs, but I think this song is a perfect example of what a psalm should look like. I think it highlights an important movement in the music industry today. I think there are so many people who are looking for meaning and community, and for so many different reasons they are being let down by the structures and establishments of our society. And so naturally, they're looking for something new and something different. And many of them are finding it through music, through setting apart their favorite songs and finding meaning and peace through that. They're finding a community of like-minded people at concerts, and some even find transcendence or enlightenment through it. I know this because I personally have gone through this um, movement and through finding the flaws of the establishments and the structures that I'm used to and finding something new and exciting and um, transcendent almost in music. Um, so let me tell you a quick story about about my experience with this. So I grew up as a Christian and my dad was a children's pastor. And so when when I was growing up, it was always... Something that I did um, was my religion and my church and my community. And as I was growing up, the community and my best friends were always in the youth group, were always at church on Sundays. And for that, I am so very grateful. But as I graduated high school and moved to college, I saw a world that was bigger than a church. Communities that outside of church that gave people the same thing that my church gave me. And there was so much hurt outside of the church and inside the church. In the face of all of this, I pulled away and isolated myself from my quote-unquote church friends and my quote-unquote secular friends um, to a place and where I was alone, but I chose to be there, and I was um, apathetic to it all. And in a lot of places, I'm still right there, I'm still apathetic. And yet, through this apathy, through my doubts about the structure, and through the questions and the searching for uh, an answer, um, I've discovered different 
things about myself and different things about the people around me and my friends and family. Um, and a lot of it has come through my love for music. I've always loved music since I was a child, and uh, my my favorite band growing up was the Newsboys. Um, and my favorite song from them was, ironically, a song called Shine, um, about... <laughs> Shining the light of the gospel. Shine, make what you got. Make wish that they were not on the outside looking From there it moved from a love of newsboys to kind of the opposite side of the spectrum um, to Aerosmith. <laughs> I got this game on the Wii. Uh, guitar Hero Aerosmith, and me and my brother would play it all the time, and so I fell in love with these Aerosmith songs, like Love in an Elevator and Dream On, and uh, just complete opposite of the Newsboys, the you know poster boy gospel band. Um, and so from there, it kind of grew into um, a spectrum of different places and a spectrum of different genres. And I grew to love rap and I grew up listening to Kid Cudi and Kanye West and Lupe Fiasco but I also found um, that I loved alternative music with the Black Keys and with Jack White and with uh, great guitarists and 90s music like Pearl Jam and Weezer and um, it, the expansiveness of it all just blew me away there was, there was always a place to find a new song there's always new music to be discovered and I loved discovering it and I was addicted to it. I always had trouble listening to Christian contemporary music um, because it felt flat compared to the rest of the music industry and the rest of pop music and rap music and alternative music and folk music out there. Um, it felt like it had been put into a box and there was so much more creativity outside of this box. And yet, there were artists that didn't fit into either box. My all-time favorite band, that still is my all-time favorite band today, is a band called Switchfoot, whose front man named John Foreman is uh, my, my role model. Um, and he, him and his band were Christians who made music, but weren't a Christian band. And that fascinated me. That um, space was interesting to me. And um, it showed, and his music was more um, honest a lot of the time. And he wasn't afraid of talking about doubts and questions. And I loved that. And um, from there, I, I found more, more bands similar to Switchfoot, like Need to Breathe, like um, Josh Garrels and so many more and I'm, I began to find this space of spiritual music that wasn't exactly in a religious uh, world I was always drawn to this place but the thing was it wasn't really a place it wasn't really a space it was in between everything it was not religious but not secular same time. When I look at the stars, when I look at the stars.
so now we're in college. I have just graduated high school. It's my freshman year in college, and I'm working at a burrito place. And one of my friends from this burrito place gives me a ride home. And this moment will always stay with me. We started talking about our, our love for music, and he he told me that night that music makes moments. And I fell in love with that. And I, I'd say that all the time. And I've thought about that again and again from year to year. And what I've found is what he means by that is that there's not only can we set apart a song and make it sacred, but I think a song can make a moment sacred, can make the mundane into something beautiful, something big, something incredible. What I've found is that my favorite songs are not my favorite songs because of the song. Sure, I was attracted to the song because of the content of the song, but when I look back at my favorite songs, they're always a memory associated with it. And so my favorite song is a song called Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. And it's it's a fun rock song and it's it's awesome. You know, it goes, if I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? And it's just a fun rock song. And, but it's my favorite song because I have these vivid memories of me, my brother, and my dad in our old minivan with the volume turned up as high as it can go and we're all singing this song as loud as we can. And that's one of the fondest memories that I have of me and my brother and my dad. And it's, it's become sacred because of a song. The song has separated it from the rest of the, of the mundane memories that I have. And so what we have is something that we make separate and then it separates for us. I, I like to call it the, the magic of music. A lot of my creative endeavors are always about and centered around sharing this magic with other people. That's why I wanted to make this podcast. So I can share with you all the magic of music, the sacredness of music, the setting apart that we do for it and the setting apart that it does for us. in society and so let me tell you just one more story about this year and kind of um, the inspiration for this podcast um, back in September I got to go to two concerts in one week and going to concerts is something I do all the time and it's my favorite thing in the world um, and so the first concert was on I believe it was September 19th 2017 it was at Red Rocks, and it was Worship on the Rocks, and it had Jesus Culture as the headliner. But I was going to see Josh Garrels and United Pursuit, two of my favorite 
uh, Christian contemporary bands. And so when I was there, it was such a strange experience, guys. I looked around me and there was a disconnect between, there were two types of Christians there. There was those who liked Jesus culture and were there for Jesus culture. And then there was those like me who were there to see United Pursuit and to see Josh Girls. And it was always the older crowd that was very much into the traditional worship music, the Jesus culture and the um, Red Rocks worship band. And as soon as Josh Girls got on the stage, as soon as United Pursuit got on the stage, the older crowd sat down. Most of the people in Red Rocks were sitting down during their performances. Nobody, I looked around and nobody knew the lyrics. And so there I am with the few other people standing up and belting out their, their verses and their choruses. And I just felt so out of place. talking about how Red Rocks is um, taken over by the devil uh, 364 days of the year and that they were there to take it back. In the 1860s, this place was nicknamed Garden of the Angels. Tonight, we are going to sing with the angels. We are going to take back this place for the kingdom. I hated that. That that was way too oversimplified um, of of the definition of of music and what it means to people. Um, and there was another time during the night where they prayed for revival, and rather than being revival, they prayed for revival. We're united. We're hungry for biblical revival. We ask for a mighty move of your Holy Spirit. And Father, we bless every major prophetic word over our state. And Lord, we release a breakthrough angel for revival right now. Breakthrough angels, angels of revival. They're no longer in the outfield, but they're in the infield in Colorado. And there's angels of revival and salvation that God wants to release in the region. So we say yes in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. And I... I hated that as well. I was thinking if you if you want revival, if you want to make a change, if you want to see change in the world, then be that change. Um, and so the whole experience kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I left. I left early. I didn't even see Jesus Culture perform, and so I was just feeling very disillusioned about the whole thing. But on Friday, I got to see this band Mondo Cosmo. 
Um, and I was so excited to see them. I had fallen in love with this band. Their new album had just come out a month before. And when he sang this song, Shine. Hey everybody, God bless you. Thank you so much. This song's called Shine. It's about hope and I hope you find something in it. Everything that had been missing from my experience on Tuesday was very much present in the song and in the faces of the people around me. There was a surrender that they were all experiencing. They were, there was a, an, uh, an agency, a, a feeling that it would be all right if we let it go. So I've been thinking about this week that I had in these two concerts, two sides of the same coin, uh, ever since. And it kind of birthed this idea for this podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, and a, a lot of it has to do with um, this song Shine and this space that I told you about that I've always been fascinated with is a movement from structure into agency. People are leaving structure for agency, but at the same time, they're finding and creating structures of their own. Um, and they're finding again and again, and what I'm finding again and again is that everything will be all right when you let it go. Before we go any further, let's define agency and structure. Uh, the definitions that I'm pulling from are from uh, sociology and social sciences, and so according to those, agency is defined as the capacity of individuals to act independently and to make their own free choices. And in contrast to that, uh, social structure and sociology is the distinctive stable arrangement of institutions whereby human beings and society interact and live together. Um, and so um, they, they are both sides of the same coin. They, they have to exist in, in flux and in tension. Um, there's always an ebb and flow and a rise and fall. Um, and they always dance together, if you will. You can't, you can't have agency if you don't have structure. You can't have structure if you don't have agency. And so this is why I chose this song as the uh, first episode and the, the anthem for the rest of this podcast. Um, because I think it's uh, both a song and a psalm, and it's um, both sacred and secular at the same time, and it shows us how to walk the line between the two sides, between structure and between agency, and to find something new, and to build something new in the middle. So I want to encourage you guys to keep searching for that middle, to get high and get stoned, but at the end of the day, you can return to where you left and ask your Lord to take you back. So let's break down our walls, our structure, so that we can discover the agency that built them. So we can rebuild the structure stronger than before. So that we can act and choose agency and make a difference because we understand where we came from. So let's let go so we can hold on to something bigger. So here's a cover. 
of Shine by Mondo Cosmo. And we'll go out on this song. But I'll hear from you guys soon. Grace and peace to you all. Bye-bye. Stick with me, Jesus, through the coming storm. Shine down the light on me and show a path Yeah, I promise you I will return if you take me back Let them get high Let them get stoned Everything will be alright if you let them go Let them get high Let them get stoned Everything will be alright Shine down the light on them and show a path Yeah, I promise you they will return if you take them back So let them get high, let them get stoned Everything will be alright if you let them go Let them get high, let them get stoned Everything will be alright if you let him go. So let him go. Yeah, let him go. Oh, let it go. Let him go. Let him go.